0: Have you ever heard the term experience is the best teacher? Well, today we're going to be talking about if that is actually true and if it is, whose experience is the best teacher. We're going to be talking about who you should filter out the advice from on specific topics and how to determine who to listen to when you are making a decision. We're going to talk about that and more in this week's episode stay tuned you are listening to the millennials versus money podcast presented by the cash flow crusade we have created this podcast for millennials and by millennials to focus on empowering our generation through increasing cash flow and shifting mindsets now without further ado let's get into today's episode welcome back to the show and I am super excited for this episode, man. It has been a long week. I don't know about you guys, but I have actually recently picked up going back to the gym. I know, I know, it's something that I should have been doing. But, you know, with me being lazy and, you know, I I had a kid. I mean, come on, give me a break. <laughs> But I picked up going back to the gym and I've definitely been working on my mindset a little bit more as I go through and talk about mindset changes and how to get better and improve through this podcast. So the stuff that I'm talking about in this podcast, I am absolutely living it and working it every day and week of my own personal life. So today we're gonna be talking about if experience is really the best teacher. And, you know, that's that's actually a really deep question because a lot of people will take advice from so many different people on so many different topics. And a lot of times, you know, the people that they're taking the advice from honestly are not qualified to even give the advice. You know, like in my case, let me, let me give you an example to start off with. So... When I decided that I wanted to go off and actually start a business, right? My my first business, I started it at 16. And I decided, hey, I want to do this. You know, why not? What I had to lose, right? I was still living in my parents' house, obviously. I was still in high school. And I feel like at 16, that's the best time. There's no better time than that start a business really anytime where you're still living with your parents and you're a teenager there's no better time in life to start a business than then because you have no responsibilities if you lose if you fail in business what do you lose maybe a little bit of pride nah, it doesn't matter so that's what I decided I said I want to start business at 16 and you know go off and be a common entrepreneur well I quickly was told by, you know, a couple of different people, hey, don't do it, you know, there's, it's risky, uh, business is hard, it's difficult, you're not going to like the outcome. You know, all these different factors that I was told about, you know, starting my business and, and just doing business in general, and I'm not going to lie, at first it kind of deterred me because I'm like, well, and this was coming from people that had businesses you know but it came from business people that have businesses and failed is one thing that I didn't really look further into but they had businesses but like I said the second part of that is they had businesses that they failed in and no one actually was starting a business in my industry either so that's something I needed to take note of as well but like I said I I heard it and I kinda got a little discouraged, but I kept pushing I was like, I really want to do this, you know, and I realized, hey, I thought in my head, well everything's hard in life. I mean, it it can't be that much harder to start a business. So I went ahead and did it. And of course the business turned out to be successful. But through that yeah, it really made me think was really is experience really the best teacher. I mean really. You know, and, and I would argue, yes, it is. But there's a second part to that. Whose experience is the best teacher? You know, there's, there's sometimes in life you've got, to, you've got to determine who you're going to take advice from. And if they're qualified to give you advice. Because you can't take advice on certain topics from everybody. And this includes even parents sometimes, family, sister, brother, older than you or younger than you, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you have to determine if the person that's giving you advice is qualified to do it. Let me give you an example. Let's say I'm married and, you know, I'm going through relationship issues with my wife, for example, and I have a friend who's single, totally against marriage, um, you know, just loves being with all these other type of women and will never commit. So would I go and take relationship advice from him if I was dealing with issues with my wife? Well, no, and I wouldn't do it because he's not qualified to give it. He doesn't have the experience of being married successfully to give me advice he's not qualified to offer advice on my situation. So that's one thing that a lot of people fail at and don't realize is just because people have good intentions does not mean that they are gonna offer you qualified advice. So in that situation, in that scenario, no, it would not be a good idea to take advice from someone who isn't even open to <laughs> settle down ever. Um so so in that case no. That person is not qualified. So back to, you know, the entrepreneurship scenario. If someone's telling you, you know, if you want to go off and start a business in whatever industry, you got to step back and kind of go through a multi-step decision making process to see who you're going to accept advice from because you can't like I said accept it from anybody everybody's not qualified to offer you advice on certain topics so in my situation I was starting a business in the clothing industry and you know there were other entrepreneurs a lot older than me because again no one my age I didn't know anyone my age that was trying to start a business or do anything in that field. So (laughs) I definitely couldn't take advice from anyone that was in my age group. So the people that I was getting advice from were easily well over my age. I think the youngest person I got advice from was maybe 30, 30 plus. So, you know, that's a huge age gap. And that's one thing you got to remember. Even if, in my situation, that person did start a business, In my industry, even, at 16, since our age gap is so different, and they're about 15 years older than I am, roughly 14, the time is different. Starting a business now and starting a business 14, 15 years ago, totally different. The way you market a business is totally different. The opportunities that are available to a business owner are not the same now as they were 15 years ago not even close social media is around phones are way more accessible Um, things are just different for businesses now than they were 15 years ago so when someone tells you not to do something because maybe they went through it and they failed you have to really take into account there's so many factors that go into play As to why they failed. And you don't have to apply this only to business or entrepreneurship. This goes for almost every facet of life. So you've really got to take into account, well, well, hold on. Well, why did you fail? Because a very, very small percentage of people will admit to the fact that they failed because they either quit or didn't work hard. And in all actuality, that is a huge reason why so many people fail in business. And, you know, the statistic, everyone knows the statistic. You know, over 90% of businesses fail in their first year, and then over 90% of businesses fail the next five years after that, and only the small percentage of businesses make it to the 10th year, um of being in business. Yes, that's true. But even with that, let's break that down. So why is it that such a staggering number of businesses fail so quickly? Well, it's not because of, well, I'm not going to say not, but most of the time, it's not because of the marketplace. It's not because of the product. It's not because of the company. It's not because of any of that. A lot of times it's really because of the entrepreneur. You know, especially let's let's start with the first industry of sales. You know, people will get into sales and they never sold nothing before. I want to start a business selling something, which here's here's a hint. Every time you want to start a business, you have to sell something, whether it's a concept, whether it's a product, whether it's an idea, you're selling something. Or even if it's yourself, you're selling yourself to somebody. Um, I want to make sure I clarify that because I've had some people that told me, Hey, I want to start a business, but I don't want to be a salesperson. Hmm. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, a lot of people start a business in sales and they don't perfect their craft. They don't work hard. They don't realize that, man, this is harder than I thought. It absolutely is. You know, being in business is not easy. It doesn't matter if you're a salesperson, if you're a graphic designer, um, if you're some kind of uh, computer tech and you own your company, you know, servicing computers, or if you're a car salesman, or if you're a barber, um, anything, any industry, you have to understand that there are going to be challenges that you have to overcome as an entrepreneur, and that the reason why there's a huge there's a huge failure rate in the first couple of years for businesses is easily explained it goes down to the entrepreneur quitting and it's not because they're not making money it's not because they don't you know because they're losing money or anything like that the big reason is because a lot of people quit because they realize man this is not working and man this is too hard that's what a lot of people go through and you know that's that's the problem so back to initially what we were talking about that's why you know when people fail in business even if they have experience in your industry even if they have experience as an entrepreneur if they fail and They've been in your industry, you've really got to understand that they may not be qualified to give you advice. They may not be able to um, because it simply does not determine whether you're going to do well or not. What you should be doing is talking to people that are in your industry and succeeding. You know, there's I have an insurance agency that I run, and, you know... There's so many people that, you know, message me, hey, I want to work with you, you know, I want to become an insurance agent, I want to do this, I want to do that, cool. Well, there's so many people that do that, and, you know, the reality is they come down, they sit down with me, and I tell them, hey, this is what you do, you know, you have to get licensed, boom, 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 do all these different things, and they're like, okay, okay, well, I want to go and, I want to go and talk to my, my mom about it. Right. And again, remember, these are all people younger than me. So often still living in the house, um, you know, or or whatever. I want to talk to my mom, my girlfriend, brother, sister, uncle, whoever about this. And, you know, oftentimes they come back to me and like, ah, you know, I I changed my mind. I don't want to go that route. And I'm like, hey, why? Well, you know, my uncle said the insurance industry is not a good industry to get into it's hard or my sister said you know she doesn't get a good feeling about you know me starting a business because businesses fail and she doesn't like that it's not secure stable um or my dad said he had a business and he failed so he doesn't want me to be an entrepreneur he wants me to have a safe job what why do people do that you know those people are not qualified to give you advice Take advice from someone who's in your industry and being successful and can mentor you to get you to where you want to be. Don't let the people that either have not done what you're trying to do, failed at what you're trying to do, or are in the industry and didn't really work hard at what you're trying to do deter you from being what you want to be. And that's a huge mistake that a lot of people make, and it's it's honestly sad. And I'm seeing it a lot with our generation that, you know, people are just scared to start businesses because of the stigma around business and failing and losing money. Well, if I had to be completely honest, at 23, if you're not married and you have no kids and you still live with your parents, you have absolutely nothing to lose. You have absolutely nothing to lose. And there is no reason why you should not be starting a business. In my complete opinion, and you know, let me even back up even further, because this uh, this doesn't only apply to business, right? Let's say you're gonna go to college and want to major in something. Let's say you want to become a major in you want to be a doctor, right? Let's say you want to go off and you want to go to med school and you want to become a doctor. Well. Just a lot of people are going to have a lot of different feelings about it. And no one's ever really in the middle about it from what I've seen. And I can say this, because I'm a paramedic. And a lot of my friends, um, you know, that work with me, co-workers as well, go off to become uh, doctors. And there's really no one that's in the middle about this specific topic. So, you know, say you want to go off and become a doctor. Well, everyone knows that going off becoming a doctor um You're going to have to go to med school, and you're going to have to put a lot of money up um to go through school. You have to get into a lot of debt to go through school. And, you know, there's there's just factors that you're going to have to go through um to actually become a doctor. Now, a lot of people are going to be elated that you're going to go and become a doctor and you're going to go through school, and you're going to, you know, yes, you're going to accrue debt, but man, you're going to make a lot of money. And it's a good profession to be in. And that is absolutely true. I 100% agree with that. Um, You know, but there's people on the other side too. That are like, oh, you want to become a doctor? You know, I don't think you should do it. Um, You're going to be in school for forever. Oh, it's a waste of money. You're going to be in debt up to your eyeballs. And, um, you know, it's going to be difficult. And stressful. And all this different stuff. You know, and that's almost 100% true as well. But you have to filter out who you are taking the advice from and you've really got to determine who's qualified to give it like I said before. Um you know these are just factors that you have to take into your decision-making process really in every facet of life but I notice that a lot of people just do not take this decision-making process into account when they're taking advice. And, you know, that really and honestly and truly is a downfall to a lot of people in our generation. So that's really the message for today. Um, you know, I really want to get across that experience really is the best teacher when it's your experience. Don't let the negative experience of other people deter you away from what you're trying to do, who you're trying to be, or how you're trying to go about something. You can take it into account and you can factor it into your decision, but don't base your decision 100% on what other people think or feel about what you're going to do. So just remember that as you go through and you're making your decisions and you're doing whatever you decide to do in life, and always remember to be great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you would like to continue listening to this podcast, please don't forget to leave us a rating. It really helps more listeners find us, which allows us to keep making awesome content for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to remain up to date on all of our new content. Lastly, please share this show with a friend to help continue the growth of our community. And as always, it is true that money talks, but cash flow will always be king.